This is the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. It's Friday, February 17th. For nearly eight months, 23 Fulton County residents met in secret to investigate a hotly contested question, did former President Donald Trump and his allies break Georgia laws by meddling in the 2020 election? On Thursday, the public got its first glimpse into what they found as a judge released five pages of their final report. Members of the special grand jury agreed unanimously that there was no evidence of widespread fraud in the 2020 election as Trump and his supporters had claimed. A majority of the panel also recommended that prosecutors should pursue perjury charges against at least one witness they believe lied under oath in their testimony. But anyone looking for juicy details about the probe came away disappointed. Besides dropping some tantalizing clues, the portions of the report which were made public raised more questions than they answered. In other news, attorneys for the state and a development authority told a Georgia Court of Appeals panel Wednesday that a local judge overstepped her bounds last year by striking down property tax breaks for Rivian and urged the appellate body to act fast to approve the deal. The clock is ticking, as Rivian would have the option to back out of its plans if key components of the deal aren't settled by the end of April. The nearly hour-long hearing delved into arcane aspects of bonds and real estate leases and the appropriate role of local judges in approving complicated incentive deals. If the local ruling stands, it could not only give Rivian the ability to back out without penalty, but upend how the state competes for jobs and investment through controversial property tax breaks to corporations and developers. In September, an Okmulgee Judicial Circuit chief judge declined to validate bonds that underpinned some $700 million in local property tax breaks and ruled that a long-term lease of the property amounted to an estate for years that should be taxed and not a more limited lease known as a usufruct that can avoid property taxes. The ruling threw a wrench into the proposed $5 billion factory an hour east of Atlanta, the second largest economic development project in Georgia history. Up next, Georgia Power's parent Southern Company reported Thursday a jump of roughly $1.1 billion in 2022 profits compared to the previous year, but again extended its timeline for the two long-delayed and over-budget nuclear reactors at Plant Vodal to begin generating electricity. Southern Company's profits for all of last year hit $3.5 billion, up from $2.4 billion in 2021. Profits would have been even higher if not for the $285 million financial hit the company absorbed from ongoing construction at its power plants and other factors. Southern's revenues also rose last year by almost 27% to $29.3 billion, compared to $23.1 billion in 2021, driven mainly by an increase in the cost of natural gas. Looking at just the fourth quarter of 2022, Southern reported a loss of $87 million far less than the $215 million loss the company recorded in 2021. Speaking to the Atlanta Journal-Constitution, Southern's chairman and CEO Tom Fanning said the jump in company profits was driven by strong economic growth across the Southeast, including in Georgia, despite lingering recession fears. And several Georgia Senate Republican leaders are backing legislation that would criminalize school librarians who let students check out books found to be obscene. State law currently shields the gatekeepers at public libraries, plus those at any school, college, or university, from criminal prosecution for sharing materials considered irredeemably sexually explicit. Senate Bill 154 would remove school librarians from that exemption, exposing them to a misdemeanor of a high and aggravated nature. 
The Georgia Library Media Association said that if the law passes, it will be students rather than librarians who suffer. The association represents nearly 700 school librarians, and their president said they are ashamed of the lawmakers supporting this bill. Lawmakers have tried in years past to expose librarians to penalties under the law, which makes it a crime to give minors recordings, pictures, or anything printed that is deemed harmful to them. Spoken Layer